Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Hello folks and welcome to yet another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. As always, I'm here in the Sales Chat Show studio with my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Phil Jesson and Mr. Graham Jones, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. Uh, we have had a uh, request through the saleschatshow.com website. If you go there and you've got um, uh, an episode you'd like us to record or a topic you'd like us to discuss, please, uh, on the homepage, you can submit Admit this and uh, Mark, who works in IT sales uh, from London, I believe, said that he's hearing a lot of people talking about value selling, but would like to know more about what value selling means. So we thought we would discuss value selling. Mr. Jesson, what is value selling? Well, thank you for that. Um, one of the suggestions that I would like to offer our listeners is to. Uh, on one sheet of A4, write the value proposition, which is really a story, top to bottom, on where they can add value. But it starts with identifying the customer or the prospect's situation. And in any value proposition, we need to be uh, clearly restating the fact that we understand their world and we understand some of the pain that they might be currently experiencing. We need to be offering a sentence or two on some reassurance. You're not alone. We've been in this situation before. That's why we're in business. And these are the solutions that we can offer. So before we start to talk about the meat of it, I think a very important early element of it is to hook the customer or the prospect up by making sure that they read it thinking, these guys and girls really understand my yeah. situation. If they don't do that, then really uh, it, it's going to be a hard, a hard battle. Because one of the quite common definitions of, say, a value proposition is all the benefits, both commercial and otherwise, that the client would receive as a result of interacting with your, with your organisation. And obviously the more that is focused on them, the more value they will tend to tend mm. to perceive. So I think a, a key definition for me in value selling is you define value in how the client defines value. Yep. So if you're demonstrating you understand them, you understand their problems, the issues they're facing, the solutions and the outcomes they're looking for would receive, then you are maximizing their perception of mm. the value they're going to receive from your from your organization. Yep. Um, and and I've also um, I've also looked at the concept of selling value three times in the, in the process. Um, one definition is a value hypothesis, which is probably useful for business development. Here is how we think we can help you, Mr. or Mrs. Customer, based on the value we have delivered for organizations that are similar to you. Mm. The value proposition is tailored to the specific needs and requirements of the specific client. So it's far more focused. And then perhaps most importantly is the value statement is where you have delivered value. You go back into your stakeholders to make sure they realize the value that you 
you delivered so you set yourself up for a cycle of well, repeat we, business. Well, we've talked about this before, but uh, testimonials, of course, Absolutely. from the very people that you're talking about are very important now. So if we are addressing this value proposition to the finance person, we need a very powerful ROI type of testimonial. If we're talking to a sales and marketing director, then the value proposition really needs to talk about how uh, we can help that individual's customers. So a lot of, I think, the requests I get from clients is they're looking to do value selling, enabling their people to do better value propositions because they want to protect their margin or maximise their margin or they're facing pricing pressure. Um, Graham, I know we were discussing before we went on air for this episode, you've got some interesting studies on pricing and customers' perception of pricing that we thought might add a little bit of something to the uh, to the topic. We're well, talking about you know the perception of value i remember uh, one of my neighbors came to me they've had a big extension put on their house and they came along and they said um, have you looked at zoopla lately and i said no and they said you really because we've got our house is slightly bigger than their house but their house has now been extended to make it bigger than our house and so they said have you noticed that we're now a higher price house than you yeah. <laughs> so I went really it doesn't really bother me they said would well, you know how much your house is worth because they were they, they've got Zoopla on their phone in front of them and I said my house is worth precisely the amount somebody's prepared to pay for it yes. yeah not what it not what Zoopla thinks of it not what I think of it it's worth because I think it's worth much more than anybody else because I value it as my home as a family home, yeah. So that, that you can't count the cost of that in pounds, yeah. So the the bricks and mortar somebody is going to put a price on, but only the person who's prepared to pay that price yeah. is going to value the house. So the estate agent can come along and value it whatever they like, but they'll be wrong because it's only the price that the person pays is the value of the house at that moment in time. So it's really important that we understand value from the perspective of the paying person. And I think this is where a lot of businesses make mistakes because all of the research tells us that people value things more then we value them ourselves. So often people will pay much more than you as a business expect people will pay. So this is especially important when you're setting up what's the value of something we've never sold before. So you think they might be prepared to pay £100. So if we ask, so all the research that if we ask people in a business how much would a customer be prepared to pay for this, and we say £100, if we then go and ask potential clients what they would pay for it, they'll probably say £150. So actually people are prepared to pay much more than we think they are. So what is important is that that shows that we as a business very rarely understand the value that customers are placing on something. So put your price up, put potentially. Your, yeah, put your price up because actually people will not buy it often because they think it's too cheap. So people frequently stop buying things and make that decision not to buy because the 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 risk analysis in their brain is going, well, if it's that cheap, it probably isn't very good quality. And I think so that's an interesting, stop buying. I think that's an interesting point because uh, when I drive when I drive past a local hotel that is advertising two Sunday lunches for ten pounds fifty p, you think, well, that hints of desperation. That's not yeah. really quality at all. I'm not going there. Well, I can, I can only go where I have to eat one Sunday lunch. I can't eat two Sunday lunches. I don't know about you. But. I'd have a fair go. Um, but but I, I'm thinking of some of our listeners listening in who, who are salespeople have heard the you're too expensive challenge back, back from clients. 
Um, I think it's probably worth just touching on touching on that. I'd, I'd be interested in your views. My thoughts are there's two possibilities if somebody says you're too expensive. <clears throat> Possibility one, you have not articulated your value well enough to manage the customer's perception of the price. So you need to do a better job of, yeah. and I think Phil's point is make it all about them to maximize the perception. And secondly, just realize that some buyers are trained to say, it's too expensive, even if they think it's not too expensive. Because if you ask 99% of salespeople, you know, for a discount because you're too expensive, I'm very sad to say I think 99% of salespeople will trot up a discount. So yep. watch out, you're training your customers. But if you have done a good job of articulating value, you're going to hear that phrase a whole lot less. Well, on that, on that point of articulating value, uh, words like investment, of course, are much more Absolutely. important than this will cost you or our price is or our fee all of those words have a negative connotation. And a structure, I think, on, on, on that sort of investment is um, if you proceed that with, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Customer, you have X problem, which is causing this impact. And if you can make that impact financial, that's particularly mm. powerful. We have this solution that will deliver you this benefit, and the benefit you are receiving will be far in excess of the investment you need to make. So it's going to cost you £10,000, but you're going to save a quarter of a million. You're going to buy that all day long. Yeah, and I think if, um, if we can convey that proposition as a story, that's another good thing to do, isn't it? Because people yeah. have a natural interest in a story, so... Where's the pain point? How are we going to solve it? We might want to talk about the, the R&D that we've put in. We might want to talk about how the product was piloted before it went live because people will be interested in that story of the product, not uh, just a sales pitch on the product. And we have uh, we have an episode specifically on using stories as part of selling, which you'll be able to find on the saleschatshow.com website or from wherever you get your podcast. But just to just at the risk of, of repeating around stories, is they're processed by the brain. Neuroscience shows us very differently than a sales pitch. They draw the customer into the story and people identify. So I think a, a great piece of homework post this episode for everybody will be create a story of how you delivered value for a client that is similar to the client you're going to be talking to talk about them who they were what was the nature of their problem what was the problem costing them and you came with your solution and the, the value that you delivered that would be a pretty powerful two three minute story to be able to tell a customer and have a few of those that are ready to go for different customers that are you know, closest to the customer types that you sell to. Yep. So any other thoughts on um, value selling, uh, folks? Uh, only that um, the other person decides. So when we've yep. talked today about you've got to be able to flex it depending upon the person you're talking to, some of their preferences, their job titles, all of those things. So it's not just about a one pitch proposition it's a very flexible so entity. particularly for b2b sales there are invariably uh, more than one multiple decision makers <coughs> worth thinking about who are the stakeholders who are involved in the decision making process who has influence what jobs do they do what are they interested in because each person is going to measure value slightly slightly differently graham measuring the value of his house in a different way to his neighbour. You were obviously in your road. You're playing house price one-upmanship. Is that is that what that <laughs> well, seems to be? What's I'm going? not, but my neighbour is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> my house is worth more money than your house. Yeah, so it's it's the, yeah mine's bigger than yours. Is the, <laughs> and his house literally is. Yeah. Fantastic. Some things, some things never change. Uh, gentlemen, closing thoughts on value selling. I think it just comes down to something that we've said in many other episodes. You've got to see everything from the perspective of the customer. See everything from their perspective so that the the value that they may be putting on this might be that it saves them time. And if they can save time using your product, they'll pay an enormous amount of money because their their value is the time saving, not the cost, because they're seeing other benefits uh, Mm. from it. So whereas the finance director will be worried about the cost, so you've Mm. got to translate the value differently. So that means you've got to see everything from the perspective of the customer, everything you do. I think we've probably that's we've probably said that more than anything else on yep. any episodes of the Sales <laughs> Jasher because it's important, folks. Mr. Jasson. Uh, no, I'm just picking up on Graham's point about seeing it from the other uh, person's point of view. I was thinking of British Airways years ago and Concord, and although they were marketing it very much as a uh, status prestige thing initially, um, followed by, uh, well, you'll get to New York quicker, blah blah blah. Uh, a huge percentage of people went on it because, quote, they were airsick for less time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Ask your customers what they value, and then uh, you'll be able to do better value propositions. So thank you very much for listening in, folks. It's been uh, Graham Jones, Phil Jesson, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. Saleschatshow.com. Uh, if you go to saleschatshow.com homepage, if you've got any questions or requests for topics you'd like us to cover, like we've done today, uh, please just pop pop that in, send it across to us, and hopefully we'll be recording your episode at some stage pretty soon. And also at saleschatshow.com, the complete back catalogue of over 100 episodes is available for your ongoing education and we hope entertainment from time to time as well. So thank you very much for listening. Good luck and good selling, folks. You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 